It's me, the Lightbringer. <laughs> That's for like two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're coming at you from the top of the fourth wall where, you know what? Bad news burns. That's right. We're going to oh, teach you all. Good. A lesson you won't learn. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be reviewing every single Channel Awesome video <laughs> for me. <laughs> In order, chronologically. That's a good idea. No. <laughs> uh, Only if we watch Jewish Wario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should talk about Channel Awesome one day. But it's mostly just like one of the most appalling places to have ever worked, which I think is perfect for internet culture where everybody had like this view of it being like, Oh, it'd be awesome just to make videos about 1990s movies for a living. And then in reality, it's like your boss is some weird control freak and he's friends with like six different molesters. And uh, yeah, it's, I think just the perfect microcosm of internet culture where it's all like Reddit style shit, but very much. Reddit style shit, as we're seeing in the United States with fucking conservatives and Roe versus Wade, are all perverts and losers. Yeah. The only people who pulled it off was uh, Red Letter Media, and they're still going strong. Yeah. And I, I like to think there's just a genuine malice towards the stuff they review. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's, there's an edge to them, but it's like, I think there's like one channel awesome person who is still making videos at this point. I guess other than the nostalgia critic, but nobody watches him except for like. And that person is Chelsea Manning. That would be cool. She she was, you know, big in the news around the same time as Channel Awesome, but uh, for vastly different reasons. That's actually where her and Julian Assange posted all the WikiLeaks stuff. <laughs> all the videos of American forces gunning down Afghan c- yeah. citizens was posted on Channel Awesome. That's right. They, they hit it, it with Cassia too. Yeah, they. Uh, it was prefaced by Doug Walker saying that it was a big-lipped alligator moment. So they could, <laughs> so they could put it on the air. All uh, right, everybody. We are the Late Late Capitalism Show. Uh, the whole gang is here today. Absolutely, no, everyone. we're not. We are- I I'm mentally checked out of this episode. I'm not here. All right, the whole gang is here today. Uh, yeah. Everyone, there's nobody missing. Uh, yeah, you can't stop us. <laughs> we we can talk about whatever internet culture we want, and we will. And to start us off, I think Jesse had something very important that he wanted to share with us today. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you mind so, do you mind sharing this with us? If you're like me and I know I am, you're sick and tired. <laughs> you're sick and tired of hip hop music only being about bitches and hoes. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I just wish someone would come in and class it up a little bit. Yeah, you know what? I I'm tired of hearing all this stuff from uh DMX and the NWA. Yeah. And yeah. Tupac Shakur. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame that they're still topping the charts. Yes. Why can't we have good old fashioned hip hop with a message like the Sugar Hill Gang, famous grassroots mm. musical <laughs> artists, or mm. you know, like Common? Why can't we have yeah. music like rapping music that that, that has a, a message behind it? Well, thankfully, as I pull it up here. Sorry, I'm going to type real quick, and then you can cut it out just while I get this video up. And and I promise you, we are not talking about the guy who was like, AR-15s, kids on the ground, look at that USA, we're, we're a clown town. 
Yes. I so, want to be on SNL. I don't know if you guys saw that video. <laughs> I did, yeah. Children oh, dying in the school. Yeah. <laughs> Children dying in the school. So conservative yeah. MP <laughs> that was from awesome. the Bay of Quinty. Ryan Williams, a, a new MP, you know, just wet Boo. behind the ears. He has released what I'm calling, without a doubt, the most important hip hop song of all time. And I'm we can we can probably cut some of it in, but I'm going to read you the closed captions. Ryan Williams, MP, Bay of Quinny. Inflation is causing Canadians money to go. Jiggle, jiggle, not fold. Inflation makes you wiggle, wiggle, for show. Grocers, gas, and households, you know, it was meant to be. It's the deal with the spendy P. Justin Trudeau spent all your money, no slack, but you ain't seen nothing yet. No time to relax, increase the carbon tax. No spin here, just the facts. Housing prices, record highs, skilled labor shortage. Kids can't afford a mortgage. Emergency act invoked, was it a joke? Groceries inflamed on the GG plane. Airport delays, it's bad, but hey, you need a passport first, the line's the worst. One million workers short, supply chains hurt. If we could only get the oil, to East Coast soil. Jiggle, jiggle. Inflation makes you wiggle, wiggle. Jiggle, jiggle. The liberal government makes your money go. Jiggle, jiggle, not fold, makes you want to wiggle, wiggle for sure, which is mm-hmm. a cool Louis Thoreau sample, which tells you everything you need to know. Okay. Groceries, gas, and households. Mm-hmm. You know it was meant to be. It's the deal with the spendp. So there you go. Nice. Oh shit! The spendp. Justin Trudeau, spend all your money. We slack, but Wait. you ain't seen nothing yet. Spendp doesn't sound as much like NDP. It sounds like more like a really weird double penetration move. Yes. Like yeah, I hit him with the spin DP. That's right. Oh, I like D- that. DP Spinner. That's that's <laughs> that's his rap name. Uh, no time to relax. Increase the carbon tax. Uh huh. No spin right. here. Oh, see, there you go, Chance. He's he's taking <gasps> okay, your. There's no spin. Yeah, he's there's not no, a spinner. He's not a spinner. <laughs> Ryan Williams, who, if you look up pictures of him online, always wears a dad polo with his big titties hanging out, is confirmed yeah. to be not a spinner. Yeah. Yeah. Just the facts. Housing prices, record highs, and skilled labor shortage. First off, skilled labor. Interesting. All labor is skilled, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. That's right. Yeah. No, there's high labor and low labor. That's right. Being in a cubicle is high labor. High Uh, labor. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill to answer emails. Yeah. Making hamburgers, (laughs) low labor. Uh, Here's a good line. Kids can't afford a mortgage. You say tits can't afford a mortgage? No, kids. You know how on the playground you were always complaining to your friends at recess being like, Jesus fucking Christ, this rate for my mortgage is killing me. Yeah. Or we could look at it more generously and say like, okay, he's just calling a massive voter block of people uh, who cannot afford a home children, Mm -hmm. which is uh, pretty cool. I I think... The the closest I ever got to being a kid in talking politics was when Green Day's American Idiot came out. And I was like, yeah, Bush sucks. <laughs> well, you have to see both sides. He did a lot of good things, too. Yeah, 9-11 was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and his dad killed JFK. Look, the family, they're doers. Uh, my favorite line is him just saying groceries inflamed on the GG plane. Because I don't understand yeah. what that means. That's the that's good game. But no, you you would think that, but it's it's a bad game. Actually, he's talking about Gamergate. 
he's talking about the these trolls uh harassing you know people who make depression quest style games okay uh it's actually like it, it he's throwing a bone to the left there i appreciate that it's so one of probably was... to this date the most important issue facing us yeah, today he, he is got, ethics and game journalism. That's what I was going to say. Like he got into politics so he could make sure that IGN wasn't awarding, uh, you know, pay for play review scores. He yeah. actually saw Godhand get a four and was so furious. He slammed his fist <laughs> into his computer monitor and like just tore up all the tendons in his wrist. That's why he had to sit at a gym class. At least that's the story he told for five years in high school because he uh, hurt his wrist because of Gamergate. That's right. Uh, the other thing he likes to stand up for is, of course, freedom and the right to rally. As the Freedom Convoy in opposition of federal vaccine mandates for truckers across Canada heads to Ottawa, Bay of Quinty MP Ryan Williams wants them to know he supports them. Which uh, I wonder if that's going to come back to kind of bite him in the ass. Because he said this in January. So before the rally really kind of got going. Mm. And uh, he has been suspiciously quiet since then about the Freedom Convoy. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I I can't imagine that hurts him. Oh, wait. Does he have a podcast? He does. Oh, fuck. In the house with MP Ryan Williams. Immediately. Let me see. Okay, the last time he posted was May 3rd, so he's worse than us. Uh, <laughs> I got I to gotta see what this is all about. Amazon Music slash Audible. Is that, is that for the podcast or is that his own rap career? Okay, so he has five episodes. Uh, episode one, housing. Episode two, mm. in the house podcast preview. Oh, this doesn't seem like a snoozer at all. Uh, healthcare. Innovation uh-huh. is his last one. Finally. He's, he's Why is no things. one talking about the innovation? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I guess he did because he gave up. <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing about this viral Six Buzz TV tweet with the MP's, you know, video on it of him walking around in Belleville of all places yeah. to show off his, that's his flex. Yeah. He's that, like, man, I'm by the Skyline Bridge. <laughs> he reps for his city. He puts on. The funniest thing about it is it was made by um, a group called Blog Bay of Quenty. Uh, They then sent it to Six Buzz, which you can pay for them to retweet your stuff. Yeah. Uh, They then said (laughs) on a post that ended up getting nine total likes, local (laughs) MP Ryan Williams goes viral on Six Buzz TV with his rendition of Wiggle Wiggle Song. But then if (laughs) if you go on the video... It has 146,000 views. And maybe to some, that sounds like a lot. That is not Twitter viral. That no. is nothing. Twitter, no. the, the way the videos work, if it pops up in your feed and auto plays, that's a view. So that yeah. means it pretty much just landed on 146,000 people's feed. And Six Buzz has way more followers than that. Yeah. So, like, it didn't even reach like their core followers, like any of their videos. You know. In fairness, I did probably watch that about a thousand times. And let's also not forget that he went viral in World Star Hip Hop for the video, This White Guy Busts in His Jeans During Twerking Competition. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and, the, and the most damning part about the idea that this went viral is not the fact that the people who paid for it only got nine likes. It's the fact that the actual Twitter post that has 146,000 views has 600 likes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's uh, not viral. That's nothing. 
for six uh, buzz they they they'll they'd post a video of like a homeless dude pissing on himself and he would get like millions of likes and retweets yeah, yeah. i think when they, when they say viral they mean like literally like this is a, a virus like this is <laughs> a contagion that we have to yeah. deal with is ryan williams next one up out of atlanta <laughs> or of course uh freshman or what was it yeah has had sex with a freshman XXL is uh, all I have to say about Ryan Williams. There you go. Got him. Yeah, so he's... the 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 only views this thing got and the only interactions this pretty much got is just people calling it cringe. Um, yeah, there's Which even I think a thing was the point that says uh, Quinny boys make more noise, Ew. which is very funny to me. Oh um, and everyone else being like, "This sucks. This is cringe." And then people being like, oh, he's actually spitting facts. And then mm. like w- more replies to that than the actual post itself. People being like, you have horrible taste. Uh, I, I wonder if there's any shitting on their politics. Hidden replies. Because I always like to check tweets for hidden replies now because you get all sorts of wonderful things like sprinkled in there. Like yeah. I think there was a hidden reply on like a tweet by a soda brand where it was a guy with a massive Prince Albert at the end of his penis. Like I'm talking like seven or eight inches. Okay. I got to investigate here. Uh, You guys keep doing your thing while I go to the six. First off, six buzz TV. Amazing. Incredible stuff. Uh, Oh yeah. They, they've, um, Doug Ford named his white nephew as minister of multiculturalism. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. He's a big boy too. Yeah. Oh, man. Canada Day protests are incoming. Fuck, am I going to get caught in traffic because more people are doing Canada Day protests for freedom? Ugh. All right, where is this? I got to find this original tweet. Yeah, Six Buzz TV is like a grim place. I cannot believe all the shit that's on here. Oh, yeah, dude. And they've been doing it for a long time. They got in a lot of trouble because um, a girl who was interviewed by them and made fun of by them yeah. ended up, um, you know... Doing doing the dirty deed to herself, and uh, yes. everyone just on six buzz made fun of it. No, no suicide. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, a funny thing to bring up on our comedy show. Well, that's that's six buzz. <laughs> like that's literally the other thing they're known for is just everybody being pissed at them for that. Yeah, true. I can't even find this Ryan Williams thing, which is a shame. Because what, uh, what are you trying to find? Like, I'm just trying to see if there's any fucked up hidden replies. <laughs> Because if oh. not, I need to make one. Because uh, you know, it's it's good to get it's good to get in there. Like there was one with a, where a guy had like a coke can up his ass. I think that was on a LeBron James tweet. <laughs> it's like the, the hidden replies is one of the all time greatest features Twitter's ever added because it's not it's doing the exact opposite of what they say it will do. Where it's like, oh, you don't have to see harmful material, but if you see that little square, you're gonna click on it, and it's like a one way express ticket to seeing something fucked up. So the the end of the music video, he has a a nice little list of uh, things that he wants to do in order to beat just inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, the the things are stop printing money that causes inflation. So okay, so you can keep printing money, just not the ones that cause inflation. Yeah. Um, to produce more of the stuff money buys, oil, <laughs> gas, food, and houses. Cut the carbon tax. Cut GST on gasoline. Cut tariffs on fertilizer for food. And lastly, get Canadian oil and natural gas to the East Coast. 
which is very funny coming from the Bay of Quenny representative. Yeah. Um, as if <laughs> you have the anything to do with that. The, the classic Bay of Quenny tar sands really need to, to, you know, sell them across the world. It's, it's very dumb. And it's funny that him and all the other fail wads, such as Derek Sloan, are all just pumped out of Bay of Quenny. Um, and I'm so glad I'm nowhere near that place anymore. Oh, man. Arnold Vierson, conservative rap. I got to watch this later. <laughs> One subscriber. Man, this is awesome. Anyways, uh, check out Six Buzz TV for videos of homeless people that eventually kill themselves. And uh, let's, you know, I'm just forecasting Ryan Williams' future there. So we shall see. We'll, we'll keep you abreast of that situation as it, <laughs> as, it, uh, as it goes. Giving us the greatest service any politician ever could. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, folks, now time, uh, if you would take your seats for science class. Are you ready? You may remember, it's got to be over a year ago now, uh, we did a whole episode on one of my own personal fascinations, uh, which is evolutionary psychology. I recommend that you listen to that one. But basically, in short, EvoPsych is a field of study that attempts to apply Darwinism, Darwin's ideas, to basically all of human behavior. Now, of course, 95% of psychology is complete bullshit, and that's something that maybe we could talk about on another episode some other time. But that bullshit is mostly pablum, like, uh, if you wait one minute to eat a marshmallow when you're five years old, you're more likely to become a CEO. Evo Psych is somehow even stupider than that, because mm -hmm. it argues that basically every force shaping contemporary culture uh, has been hardwired in our brains since the Stone Age. And we're just like living out the way like hunter gatherers would, but in the 21st century. They rely on the idea that everything the brain does is a survival tactic, right? Like yeah, it was, we're living, yeah, it's, we're living the way Hunter Biden would in the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I wish we were snorting no, cocaine and was a survival tactic. Yeah, putting Skittles in some girl's pussy and eating it. Yeah, no, that just that is exactly what our ancestors would want us to be doing. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> There wasn't a lot of that back in the day. It was forbidden. It was taboo. <laughs> that's your, yeah. It's because Skittles hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. What do you think the forbidden fruit was in the Garden of Eden? <laughs> yeah, Skittles. <laughs> yeah. Eve gave Adam the forbidden Skittle. Yeah. Where did she get it from? We we don't even have to say. We yeah. know. Honestly, real talk. Uh, Adam had like the thing from the commercial where everything you touch turns to Skittles and Eve was made from like a mound of Skittles that he created. And that's, that's right. That's why God cursed him and, and kicked him out of the garden is not because he broke his rules, but because he grew powerful beyond measure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so now mostly Evo Psych is just like hokum science. It's harmless, just dumb, really sex obsessed stuff. It gets shoveled out by these like scam journals that are happy to take money from morons and sickos that are into this. However, there is a growing proportion of Evo Psych that has become a very sturdy pillar in very online far right circles that are more into like test tubes and beakers than runes and crosses. Mm. And they use this as uh, evidence for their insane, racist, classist, whatever is you want to say, beliefs. Which brings us to our reading series for today. The title of this article that I found is 
Uh, will intelligent Latter-day Saints and smart conservatives inherit the Earth? Uh, oxymoron already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was written by Emil Kierkegaard and Edward Dutton. That can't be his actual last name, right? Like, that's got to be a pen name. He's from Europe. Is he like an actual descendant of Kierkegaard? I, I imagine it's like it's like Smith over there. They just had a lot of Kierkegaards. Oh, he, yeah, he's <laughs> Danish. I sent you guys the Twitter profiles of these two gentlemen, which you're welcome to peruse at your leisure. Oh man, there's a second Emil Kierkegaard. I gotta, I gotta go back to the group chat. Yeah, yeah, dude. You I, gotta didn't, I didn't want to defame prepared. the wrong guy. <laughs> like, genuinely, because <laughs> I remember this guy being a monster. Uh, they, they're just talking about abortion shit now. Their feed is just terrible. But l- like, let it be known, like, these guys are, are very far right. They enjoy researching controversial topics such as intelligence, race, religion, and that. And are trying to save the West, you know, like a scientist does. Yeah, yeah. like a cowboy does. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They, they believe uh, in uh, open side journals and other uh, journals that anyone can submit anything to. Oh, so like non-peer-reviewed stuff? Yeah, so uh, it, it really helps. You can get out a lot more publications that way. So it's sort of smart if you think about it. But yeah, I'll, like if you guys see anything funny uh, in their feeds, <laughs> let me know. I mean, it's like it's mostly just extremely <laughs> racist. Yeah, it, it's just like some of the most racist shit I've ever seen by these like pencil neck dorks. But before I dive in completely, I just want to say off the bat, this is probably the worst scientific writing I've ever read. Even beyond like the insane content and outright lies in here. It's just like inexcusably terribly written it's like full of definitive statements there's typos everywhere and like words that should never appear in a scientific context are just scattered throughout it's really something else but we start with their introduction uh where eddie and emil begin citing almost entirely just articles that they wrote themselves that alleles indirectly associated with high intelligence are decreasing in the west what is the West? They don't tell us what they mean by the West. So the, the theory goes that throughout the 20th century, there has been a decrease in the genes that bear intelligence, which they believe is like 80% heritable, which is patently insane. That's saying like intelligence is as heritable as like hair color and height, which is bonkers. But so they, they go on a lot of insane tangents. Uh, they talk about how, yes, uh, current IQ scores have gone up over the 20th century, sort of completely counteracting what we just said. But that's because the IQ stores are misrepresenting genetic factors by focusing on environmental factors, which is to say how the person was raised and taught, which according to them does not actually show how intelligent they are because it doesn't show their genes. They also, they literally have like two paragraphs on Swedish army conscription data from the 20s. And like, that's where like the bulk of the, like this research comes from. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. hundred years ago. Very yeah. accurate. <laughs> so they, they go on to the, the meat of their article, which says that highly intelligent people often fail to reproduce. <sighs> There's a negative correlation between intelligence and fertility. Uh, And this is a bad thing because the West 
which is highly intelligent, is not producing enough offspring. Do you see where this is going? Could you imagine earnestly trying to argue that like the United States, Canada and Great Britain are smart? (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's awesome. Literally, I don't think there's ever been a time where it's been more patently obvious that these are some of the fucking stupidest empires in human history. It's like at least the people that believe the earth was flat and that, you know, the sun was just a particularly like pale guy. At least they didn't know any better. <laughs> like they had yeah. an excuse. It's like, no, we have every like pit, bit of gathered accumulated human knowledge available at our fingertips. And we're still so fucking stupid. It's like, good. You know what? <laughs> Smart people shouldn't procreate. They're nerds. I've seen 80s movies. All they do <laughs> That's right. is come on a football and then you throw it around. You get nerd come all over you. That's that's all that it is. It's like if this guy considers himself to be smart when he's citing articles from 1920 and claiming <laughs> that the, the West has never been more intellectually you know, rigorous, then, uh, yeah, this guy's not actually smart. And uh, therefore, he shouldn't write this article because he has nothing to worry about. He's going to fuck and create 30 toe-headed Swedish freaks. Yeah, that that uh, is the dream. Although I really I don't know if he's ever going to fuck. No, probably not. <laughs> he he does have a meme, uh, a, literally like the first or second meme I saw on his page was about how he has not had sex and uh, he has not hu- been hugged in three years. He's not been hugged. <laughs> Man. Yeah. If you graduate, you can get people to hug you. You can get the principal <laughs> to hug you. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's failing. But <sighs> So he goes on to say, like, intelligence is negatively correlated with fertility, which also means the opposite is true. The dumber you are, the more kids you have. Quote, recent research from the UK has found that only families where both parents are on welfare and where police and social worker intervention is required have above replacement fertility. So pretty scary stuff. Oh, uh, no. the, the the unwashed hordes are outbreeding us. This is a really new cutting edge idea, by the way. Yeah, yeah. never nobody's ever thought of that before. Yeah. But this motherfucker's gonna then complain that like, oh, we're letting too many immigrants in. It's like you can't have it both ways, man. Like you can't begrudge and complain that all these like white poor people are having children, but also that, you know, oh, we're gonna be overrun by the horde. Because it's usually one or the other with these people where it's like oh you know racial minorities are breeding too quickly and that's bad and it's like you can't bemoan the the explosion of in your opinion stupid people being born and then also talk about like declining birth rates and the immigrant replacement theory like you got to pick a lane because i i know this guy's also going to probably bang on about immigrants at some point as well yeah, yeah. Like uh they they have a lot of non sequiturs and tangents throughout this article. Like it would take me probably the whole episode to go through them all. So I'll just I'll give you just a phrase from one. They have this whole paragraph about like Swedish drinking rates and how that relates to what they're talking about for whatever fucking reason. Okay. Uh, and it just inc- included the phrase, quote, alcohol repelling females, which I liked a lot. What? <laughs> alcohol repelling females. That's awesome. Like suffragettes, I guess, or, or what, what were they called? Alcohol like the, repelling ab- females. No, aboli- it, the, the, it wasn't the suffragettes. Prohibitionists. Yeah. Pro- yeah. That, whatever. You know, women complaining. It's all the same. Yeah. Alcohol repelling females. Like, I don't know. I actually don't know what he means by that. <laughs> I, like, again, it's not worth getting into. No, it's like, just the dumbest shit I've ever read. Are you saying they're like vampires and like alcohol repels them? Like you spritz a bunch of fucking like IPAs I think on they repel the alcohol. 
What? Like it's like an oil and water thing. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Like their their argument is that married men are less likely to drink. Oh, <laughs> the reverse Archie Bunker. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, anyway, they're like, okay, we have like the West, which is so intelligent. We have birth rates plummeting because we're too damn smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we gonna do? Well, they posit that religiosity, because it has such a natal bent, because it like urges you to procreate, might combat this relationship. So they decide to investigate the Church of the Latter-day Saints, your friends and mine, in order to see if this is true. What denomination is that? I always see their commercials, but I don't know what the Mormons. Mormons. Oh, those are the Mormons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I know. They also they have another sentence here. They're talking about the heritability of religion. Ew, uh, and they what? say uh they like it's it's insane and like they contradict themselves five times uh. but this is my favorite contradiction here quote two centuries ago when almost everybody was religious this is a scientific article by the way then it may have been that genetics and childhood environment played a less significant role in religiosity than is the case today so their argument as evolutionary psychologists is that you know, we are hardwired in our brain by evolution to behave in certain ways. But 200 years ago, that wasn't the case. And actually, genetics did not play as much of a role in religion as it does now. Well, yeah, that's why Catholic priests <laughs> fuck all those children. They're trying to pass on the genetic religious genes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that just makes sense Is to it me. because of religion or like religion... I, I don't think I understand. Are they? No, there's that- nothing to understand. It, it's a <laughs> sentence that means nothing. It sounds like they're saying that because of religion, uh, people weren't as predisposed genetically to be dumb and have babies. Yeah, because religion was everywhere, genetics didn't influence religion because it was everywhere. Yeah, it was part Is- of the culture. But- yeah, but then, uh-huh. but then you're admitting that culture is the driver of people's religious preferences and not genetics at all. So right. why is ge- why is it genetic now? <laughs> right, right. Oh my god. Well, but be- anyway, because of the development of the gay gene, so you need yeah, to have yeah. the religious gene to counteract the gay gene. It's you know, it's it, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Like I, I get what they're saying with the gay gene being invented, the religious gene had to then be created. Yeah. And was that Obama who did that one? That's or? true. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was his big contribution. Was yes, we're we're gonna pass the gay gene. We're gonna be pumping it into your water. This is the first bipartisan bill, my new administration. And uh, that's why Alex Jones was talking about it. He was ahead of the curve. He knew the gay gene. Because it was tested on amphibians. <laughs> he was in Texas and he was just sitting next to the old fishing hole and he saw 700,000 frogs humping each other and like uh, spinning, DP spinning each other. And it was awesome. <laughs> and he knew it. And he, he shook it. He, he like grabbed the dirt on the ground as it slipped through his fingers and just screamed Obama. And That's right. We should have listened to him. These guys are ahead of the game. They get it. They understand the gay gene and the religion gene. Okay, so we've got our groundwork, we've got our background laid out. Let's dive into this study. So what did they do? Uh, they looked at existing survey data from about seven years ago. Yep. It had 700 Mormons and 60,000 non-Mormons mm-hmm. who all took a 10-question IQ test. Uh, okay. And then They're going to tell used- us the Mormons are smarter? 
Well, they, they, they looked at how they scored on the test, and then they looked at their sex, their race. Uh, they had three categories for race, which I w- thought were funny. Black, white, and other. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is what the census was in, like, 1930. Yeah. Which makes sense, given some of the articles they've yeah. cited. Uh, and then they also considered wealth and fertility. So, uh, turns out, believe it or not, based on all of their rigorous statistics, which I did not bother to read, because I'll read their dumb words, I will not look at their math, I don't care. Turns out, everything that they thought was right. Oh. Uh, Mormons, despite this like massive like cultural, or sorry, genetic um, uh, discrepancy between fertility and intelligence they reversed it the smarter you are as a mormon the more children you have so this provides a path forward to the west we have to increase religiosity maybe specifically mormon religiosity in order to have more high iq children uh and you know save our our culture through genetics which is how that works it's genes that influence culture uh, and that's that's the only relationship there is. Mm. What like what do Swedes know about Mormonism? <laughs> like why? It doesn't, it's bizarre to me. Yeah, it's like I don't know what kind of gobbledygook religions they have over there. But like, yeah, I, I, can't I, imagine. I imagine they just found survey data that had a like seven hundred is really really small for a survey of this yeah. size. So it's probably very easily easy to manipulate the data uh, to make it look like how you wanted. Uh, I've I've got a couple of choice quotes here. If you don't mind, mm. feel free to chime in anytime. Uh, so they're trying to, in their discussion se- section now, uh, figure out exactly why Mormons uh, so drastically differ from the rest of the U.S. population. Uh, quote, one possibility is that a person who has genuinely absorbed beliefs of the church will have a strong desire to sacrifice their own interests for those of the community and thus not be a financial burden on the community. Accordingly, we would expect that poorer and on average less intelligent American Latter-day Saints in a religion that accepts the use of contraception to limit their fertility in a way that wealthier and more intelligent American Latter-day Saints would not. So they're basically, their, their point is that because Mormons love their community so much, the dumbest among them recognize that they are stupid and that their children would be a financial burden and as such basically self-sterilize and they're just saying i'm not gonna have kids in order to preserve the intelligence of our community (laughs) that's always my biggest concern yeah (laughs) which is like that's great like they're literally like the pores will do eugenics on themselves you don't even have to bother religion's awesome yeah like when it comes to weighing whether or not i should have kids my first thought is always well do i want to bring down the average iq of suburbia not oh can i afford to have a child when everything costs $100 million. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. They, they also uh, say that, oh, it could be that uh, intelligence is correlated with wealth and wealthy people uh, want to spend money on having children uh, while poor people don't want to spend their money on children, uh-huh. uh, which is almost close to a point except for like again this like demonic insistence on intelligence being the driving factor in all of these relationships 
<laughs> As it, I, and of course, I, I should have said this up front, but IQ in general is complete bullshit. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. And you, like you, yeah, you cannot buy into anything. Anybody who cares about IQ at all is a fucking dullard. They also found that conservatives in general generally do uh, sort of reverse this IQ fertility backslide that liberals suffer from. Why? Quote, most obviously, there's evidence that contemporary extreme liberalism currently literally promotes antinatalism, encouraging people to not have children for the good of the environment, i.e. Extinction Rebellion, via process of runaway individualism. Again, this is a scientific paper. It Mm. just says runaway individualism as if that's a thing that exists that you know of. Where a person must signal their liberalism to a great to a greater extent than the next liberal. <laughs> we're, we're all trying to outsoy each other by having no. You're having zero kids. Well, I'm gonna go kill twenty seven thousand babies. <laughs> I mean, like it's they true. are they are right in the sense that like yeah, there are a lot of liberals where like virtue signaling, huge thing, just showing like I'm on the right team. I'm on the right team. But saying that that has any kind of relation to fertility and like reproduction is such an insane jump that makes literally no sense. And again, just saying like, you know, we are podcasters. We can just say, oh, libs love to virtue signal, whatever. This is a scientific article where they just say that with no evidence, no citation whatsoever. Bizarre. My my final point that I had here for these folks, just the, 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 the greatest quote here is, Accordingly, religion, among Mormons in particular, and conservatism appear to be the shell, the protective outer coating by which intelligence is safeguarded and indeed promoted. Mic drop. <laughs> so cool. That is it's the so candy cool. coating that stops my M&Ms from melting. Yeah, yeah. And having all this chocolate run out. But anyway... That is the uh, uh, just a, a brief window into the bizarre race sciency world of evolutionary psychology. Thank you so much for humoring me with that. <laughs> I need to ask you, Dean. Yes. Where did you find this? I have my ways. I have my secrets. And, and no, my, and where my did sources. you find this, Dean? Uh, I follow a Twitter account that I highly recommend. It's called Evo Psych Googling, and they shared it. Okay, so I want to give you some background into the writers, if you don't mind. I don't know. If I would you've done love any of that. that. I know you found no, their twitters. I, I, um, I skimmed their twitters, and I was like, I don't care. Okay, so um, here's here's a quote from uh, Emil Kierkegaard. I'm going to read it to you real quick. For the rest, one is left to masturbate to porn, perhaps child porn, animated or oh. not, and oh. regular porn. That sucks, and there is nothing to do about it. This is his blog post from his website. Perhaps a compromise as... Uh-oh. <laughs> so using mm-hmm. sleeping medicine. There is also a possibility of bodily harm that will be there after the person wakes up. This is especially the case with small children's... Ew. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. I, I'm imagining he's like the the five D chess, like you know those those memes with like the guy with the massive brain that he sits on like a throne. Mm, like yeah. that's how smart you have to be to think like this. <laughs> yeah, he so um 
he wrote in his blog, this was in 2012, it was an article called The Ban on Child Porn Possession, where he goes into depth on how uh, pedophiles should be able to get away with having sex with children without hurting them. Um, he's he's held oh. that belief for a very long time and is also one of the reasons why he got kicked out of school. Um, oh. The other fun thing about him is that he keeps saying that, um, what is it here? He was um, he calls himself a scientist, a geneticist, a philosopher, and a psychologist, but he actually just has a BA in linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> the other fun thing about um, the other person, Edward, what's his last Dutton. name? Edward Dutton, yeah. is that uh, he too writes blog posts about how people should be able to have sex with children without hurting them and goes on into great lengths about the ways that people can do it and pretty much writes fanfic about it. Uh, (laughs) He also calls himself doctor, docent, and researcher when in reality he actually just TA'd one course in English at his school. Oh, okay. See, this is the problem, folks. It's all these arts people cosplaying as scientists. Science, is it's rigorous. Uh, you have to be much more intelligent. Anyone who takes arts is basically dumber than a fucking dog. That, that's, I think that's pretty much it. I think uh, I might have to write a, a research paper where I interview five artists and then decide that all of them are dumb. Yeah. The other the other fun thing about him is that he this is Dutton again, by the way. He actually is a paid writer for uh, Richard Spencer's uh, web page <laughs> and <laughs> also is a paid guest on his show on multiple occasions. Nice. Wow. I imagine he calls himself a doctor on that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. He was also a part of a group of neo-Nazis called the Patriotic Alternative, and he tells people that he wasn't actually a part of it. He was just kind of a part of it, when in reality, people found very quickly there's very, very explicit podcasts of him with Richard Spencer talking about how the Holocaust never happened and how um, he was on a neo-Nazi podcast as well called Radio Albion, and he frequented that quite often and talked about how uh, Nazis these days aren't Nazi enough. I just, it's a weird, a weird thing he's chosen to draw the line at, where it's like associating me with Nazis. No, oh, write, writing openly about how you should rape children. Yes, that yeah. was me. Yeah, that was. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll take credit for that. Don't, don't, don't get me to the same boat as Richard Spencer. But, he also uh, he, he also has a video on YouTube called "Why Incels Need to Start Going to Church if They Want to Get Some." Okay. You might have a point there, I guess. I mean, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I'm like, where the fuck did you find this? These people have very long rational wiki pages about them. Of course, rational wiki is never a great place to start. But at the same time, they do know how to dig up dirt. And um, it seems like they're absolutely insane. Don't have any real credentials other than uh, Dutton does have a PhD in religion, but that doesn't make him a scientist no and i imagine that is also a bullshit credential yeah 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 so um it's kind of funny that you even stumbled on this. Oh, <laughs> these are yeah, nobodies no. these uh and if you go on their twitters they get no interaction nobody cares about what they say or what they do and their whole thing is about being as provocative as possible and um they're not very good at it 
No, yeah, they're they they are you know dipshit like lower than pond scum. Yeah. Our first Evo Psych uh, episode, we we tackled all the big boys, so I decided to plumb the depths for this one. Yeah, it, it's crazy how all of these Evo Psych people are just as fucking nuts. Like, yeah. it is wild that uh, well they're not even Evo Psych. Like mentally, they are uh, ideological. I, ideology wise and philosophically they are but they're not like actual psychologists no no they're, they're they're not whatsoever they just write papers um yeah and put it on their sub stack yeah write papers that again full of typos and errors he also wrote a paper on how um sub-saharan africans have bigger penises oh. um and all it was was that uh, he just copied another person's article that was essentially open psych as well. And that was also not peer reviewed. So in him writing about it, he was citing an also another unpeer reviewed thing. And then later when he got called out for it, um, he called them a fraud and a liar. So uh, these people are scum, man. You found some yeah, real no. DJs. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I apologize for exposing you to this this darkened corner of the internet it's okay it, that's a rabbit hole though man like i i all i did was have to google their names yeah we could commit all we could do a whole show just <laughs> on evo psych it's really it's truly terrible oh yeah but yeah so uh, i'm glad we're out of that yeah I'm, <laughs> those I'm guys sorry. suck dude I, I i knew they were bad i didn't realize how <laughs> yeah now we can finally talk about something fun like the most horrendous yeah. serene supreme court ruling maybe of all time okay but the, okay i'm gonna uh, preface this by saying we're not really gonna talk about that like we kind of are but i was presented with something very interesting today regarding roe v wade and possibly an insight into why somebody would want more children to be born and be against and it's not eating them <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> or harvesting their organs people are talking about the supply chain well for ri rich people are suffering too there's less children available <laughs> for them to cannibalize yeah this is of course because we're too smart to make them yeah so it, it's really interesting because you know um religious uh like the idea of being against abortion because of your christian faith is actually a new phenomenon that has not always been the case mm -hmm. abortion has been a practice for thousands and thousands of years right like there there's always been home remedies and doctors and and even like priests who would do things like that and so it kind of begs the question like where does this anti-abortion stance really come from of course a lot of it's the rhetoric around it can be very convincing to people who don't think for two seconds and they think, oh, well, you know, human life is murder. But the idea is actually a little bit more malicious, I have found, in that a fun rabbit hole to get into is the amount of adoption agencies that pay really good money to lobby for anti-abortion. Wow, that's not good. I don't like that. And you might wonder why that is. Well, because if more babies are born in households that don't want a child, that's more children up for adoption. And adoption oh, is a fuck. very, very lucrative system mm -hmm. in the U.S. You, It is incredibly expensive to adopt a child. Uh, the businesses 
and, and I'm willing to say businesses because unlike other countries where usually the state takes on a, a section of their, you know, whatever their healthcare system to deal with things like that. In the US, a lot of it's private, like a lot, a lot of it's privatized, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is a very lucrative business to have children be born in very less than ideal circumstances because then you have more children to pick from. Isn't that fun, folks? Oh, I love going to the ice cream parlor <laughs> and seeing... 60 different flavors. I can get three scoops on one cone, all different flavors. <laughs> I get a little, some sprinkles on top. What would sprinkles be in this scenario? Um, I don't I don't know. Whatever you put on children, clothes, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, adoption has also been around for a very, very long time. But only in the recent hundred or so years has it been... A very profitable business. Hmm. Possibly around the same time. This is me totally schizo going, by the way, everybody. You can go into this rabbit hole all you want. But yeah, it, it, it seems like a lot of these adoption agencies really want people to not get abortions. And mm -hmm. is that conflict of interest? I don't know. I feel like that's like rigging the, 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 the game. You know what I mean? That's not a free market, is it? Uh, it's like, it's also really horrible in that like the foster and adoption system is also just rife with abuse, like an extreme oh, amount yeah. of abuse. It's basically the child rape industry. Like I'm not even saying that just to be crass like it's just true it's like it's there's no way to look at this other than like the most evil possible outcome has happened to support the most evil possible people and it's like yeah. usually you know people are like oh there's satanism this is devil work it's like yeah whatever satanic panic uh i actually do think that like there is some kind of devil work going on here like this is probably the most evil outcome possible and uh i want to say uh if I actually am prejudiced against Catholics now. So if you're listening, I'm sorry, but your, dis your disgusting sorry, religion uh, will and should only exist under the sole of my boot. Uh, so watching Catholics like celebrate and do victory laps over Roe versus Wade uh, made me want to type in a bunch of addresses into, into various group chats, you know, just, just like imagining that I'm going on a fun little vacation to them, right? <laughs> To ones in Maryland and Virginia and Washington. Uh, so fuck the adoption system. Uh, fuck Catholicism kind of broadly in general. And uh, you know what? I don't know if heaven exists, but I like to believe hell exists. That's Heaven's tight. gate exists. Yeah. Oh, that'd be now yeah, that's for true. Catholics out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get down with a real religious sect <laughs> you could really like you you love heaven that's yep. Im implicit in catholicism wouldn't you, you want to get space. to their gate faster yeah. yeah i'm just saying well i was gonna say like it's really it's no different than like the oil lobby asking for like expanding drilling rights in the arctic right yeah. it's just uh, we we need more resources to extract it's just that the resources this time children are yeah. children uh which is yeah extremely cool and yeah like the the rampant abuse is like obviously a huge issue and like it it, it calls to mind 
uh, both, you know, the I don't know if you've seen all of these uh, pro-life protesters who are, you know, dancing Mm -hmm. in the streets, holding up signs like we will uh, we will adopt your child. Like so happy. So like just gleeful at the idea of like having like new subjects to indoctrinate Mm -hmm. and control. That goes hand in hand with QAnon people who, with equal zeal, talk about the the elites abusing children and like the the child trafficking and all of these major things that are happening, you know, driving them, themselves crazy talking about it. And, you know, never once actually investigating or thinking about yet yeah, the horrendous abuses happening in the adoption industry. Uh, it's you, you know, I, I'm parroting and all of these talking points and all like, oh, we care about kids. We love kids. We want to like do what we can for the children while patently rejecting to acknowledge the reality of like actual children suffering. Yeah. And it's like these people also don't want to do shit for the children. It's like <laughs> they they don't want to support, you know, any kind of expansion oh of God. social welfare or child care. Or- yeah, which is what all the op-eds are saying right yeah. now. It's like, oh, like this this like is a chance for the right to expand the safety yeah. net, which is something we know the right loves. Yeah, do the yeah, right thing, guys. Thing. Now you got what you wanted. Yeah. So now it's, it's only fair that if you compromise with us a bit and uh, yeah, you don't just feed children to the f- shelter system. You don't, you know, just feed them to the thresher ma. It's like, no, give them, give them healthcare. But uh, I mean, this is the, the note about like children being, yeah, basically property. I mean, that's the end result of a capitalist system is everything. And now everyone becomes a product or becomes a resource. Like we've seen it for literally hundreds of years with the fucking exploitation of the working class. But for a long time, it was kind of harder to exploit children in a more direct, literal sense. Like, yes, you could say, you know, advertising and marketing targeted towards children, da, 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 da. But it's like, no, now children are literally a resource that is being controlled and like (laughs) refined by the private adoption agency. It's chattel. Yeah. Children is chattel. Which is so awesome, and I I, want to give the biggest hug possible to everyone who made that possible. You know, and do you and do you know how much these kids like to to adopt a kid now? Do you know how much it costs? The Fisher Price. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but it made its rounds, and um, it was Republican Congresswoman Mary Miller saying that the overturning of Roe v. Wade was a historic vist- victory for white life. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think mm-hmm. she just misspoke, to be honest with you. Of course she did. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't on purpose, even though she did say earlier that uh, Hitler did nothing wrong mm-hmm. at the January 6th protest. I think this was a Freudian slip more than anything. I don't think she meant to say it on purpose, but she certainly did say it. Now, that got me interested in how does Roe v. Wade affect white children? And the very interesting thing is that there's a study that was done in 2003. It's called Did Abortion Legalization Reduce the Number of Unwanted Children? So this is by Marion Bittler and Madeline Zavagny. <laughs> probably butchering it. But anyways, the results of their study was that the rate of adoptions of children born to white women declined by 34 to 37% in states that repealed restrictive abortion laws. So what that means is that like putting children up for adoption 
with the idea of having accessible abortions lower the amount of adopted or children put up for adoption by 37%. So why might somebody care, right, if there's less white children being put into the adoption system? Well, oh, I think the people who might care would be the fact that not only are white children the most profitable children in an adoption system because they are the most wanted children because people see it as a reflection of themselves and most families that adopt are white families. The other thing is that that's a huge amount of people. And when your business is in dealing people, well, I think you can connect the dots. So this is my schizophrenic rant. Take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, but my conclusion is uh, if you want to be crazy like me, do a rabbit hole into why adoption agencies might think that uh, Roe v. Wade is a bad thing. Chance, I, I, I got to say, like, I, your your threshold for crazy is remarkably low because the, the shit that I was reading and even the <laughs> fact that I read it on this podcast is markedly crazier than the conclusions that you just drew. <laughs> this happens with everything. Right. This happens with the police attacking minorities. Is it minorities that they care about? Not necessarily. It's poor people because poor people can't fight back. But who's poor? It's minorities. So who can you convince in the population that is, you know, going to be against abortions that aids you in funding your giant business? Well, that would be the religious right. Of course. Mm -hmm. And so you take those people that become very easy pawns to convince everyone else in their communities. Right. And what it comes down to is another instance where money is the backbone of the whole thing. And religion, race, whatever is the means to get to that end goal. And most people that are regurgitating the lies that they've convinced themselves have to do with either religion, race, or what have you, don't realize that who it's benefiting is, of course, the people who are in the market of what they're defending. That's what I have to say about it. No, I, I definitely agree. And I've had a similar thing where like the culture war has always been fueled by like money interests aligning with, yes, oftentimes the religious right. But I think the average person that is like anti-abortion does still see it in more of a religious sense, even if that's not necessarily where that original onus of the idea came from. Like, yeah, but the, the the average person isn't the one giving half a million dollars to the Supreme Court in order to get Roe v. Wade overturned. No, right? I know, but the, the average so person matter. is like, they are the ones that are going to be like shooting up abortion clinics, for instance, or assaulting mm -hmm. women or screaming at them when they went into abortion clinics. Like it's not the, the rich people that are doing a lot of the harassment and the work. They're the ones that are funding all of this shit. But it's been internalized by a lot of people who will just do insane shit to people providing safe access to abortion. I think we're talking micro versus macro. And I think on a micro level, you're completely right. And these things are convincing people. Um, either the culture or their religion or what have you, news, whatever. Um, but I think on the macro scale, you have to look at who benefits from these things and who would want to perpetuate those ideas on the micro scale to push that idea forward, to shift the Overton window so that everyone agrees, not everyone, but enough people agree so that they can get away with the shit that would make them more money in the end. And again, this is why this is crazy schizo 
chance talking because of course it sounds insane that it's a coordinated effort of course it isn't one it's also just the fact that money as we know is how you get things done so of course it's going to be money that makes these things happen and where is that money coming from of course it's adoption agencies and things like that somewhat Um, but even like in the early like anti-abortion rise it was coming from like there was massive donations from the church and like these fucking like mega pastors and who are they getting fundamentalist christians who are they getting a lot of their money from the fucking (laughs) religious people that attend their church or in like extremely religious you know like enclaves the religious people that pay taxes like it's 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 a chicken and egg thing. It's like yes, there's a lot of money that goes into it, but if there wasn't fertile ground to begin with, you can throw all the money in the world at something and it won't necessarily stick. For instance, Morbius, where you spend like five hundred yeah. million dollars, but people don't give a shit because there's nothing. Ah, of- uh, uh, the Morbius principle. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only people I hate more than Catholics are the Morbius fans. Are no, the people that are like it's yeah. Morbin time? I'm like shut the fuck up. It is Morbin time, yeah. my guy. Morbius sweep. Let's go. Why don't you work on getting some more pussy? All right. So you know what? <laughs> I'm cutting all of this because you said the hate. I, Catholic yeah, the episode so is off. fuck Catholics. Like that's the title. So you should be your, allowed to. They're monsters. So to your point, I think originally, sure. It had to do with religion in the church. I think now who profits more than ever off of all of this, right? The church profits off the idea not of overturning something like Roe v. Wade, but the idea of putting the fear of God into people that Roe v. Wade even exists. They get more out of it being a thing that people can get abortions because then they feel like they have a fight. If you let them win, they get nothing out of it, right? Like, like you're not going to put money into your church to to fight for anti-abortion stuff if it's already a thing that people can't get abortions right why would you do that there's no market there's no money there's no nothing you've already so won you're, you're, you're not you're, fighting anymore you're you're making a, a reverse democratic party argument which is uh the democratic party has been holding abortion over the head of american women uh since at least 2008 mm-hmm. if not much longer uh to say like oh we're gonna enshrine this in the law we're gonna protect this you just have to keep voting for us well while, while the church is doing the the opposite saying oh you just have to give us a little bit more money and then abortion well, yeah but the, the church can keep breadcrumbing things because now like with yeah with abortion off the table the next thing will be gay rights and then but that's what that's what you're that, saying interracial marriage be, yeah interracial yeah. marriage that's exactly like, what i'm saying though is that the church has no vested interest in actually changing it at all i don't know, you know who does i, I don't know I, about you know that. who does though I, you know who benefits from it actually changing is adoption agencies. You have a ch- chance. I can't believe you're... De- adoption agencies how, don't care about interracial How could you marriage? argue that the church doesn't have buy-in when the Catholic... Like, and this is just not me being like, oh, but it's like you have examples of like the yeah. Catholic and the Anglican church just like... Yeah. <laughs> engaging tons tons in genocide. It's like there wasn't... Yeah, yeah. sure. There might have been a profitable thing where it's like, oh, we get, you know, we get uh, free upkeep and maintenance for our schools, but it would it would be not correct to say that was the main reason why they did it. It's like, no, they did it so they could fucking genocide and convert people. It's like, at the end of the day, I think that's maybe the greatest thing. There's a conversion motive. And when you start stripping rights away from people, a lot of people will turn to the church because they have nothing else. Like, that's maybe a more schizophrenic thing. But I don't know. Like, I, I still think there's a massive religious component to all of this. And they just get to breadcrumb their way 
towards every single progressive cause now that abortion, which like chronologic, I mean, gay marriage chronologically, it was like the latest thing that they took kind of a hubbub about, but that was less controversial than like abortion. And now that abortion's gone, they can start breadcrumbing their way. It's like, ah, you know, collect the money so we can continue to fight this culture war. And, and what's, what's the end game? Who fucking knows? But it's like churches didn't do monstrous shit strictly out of like <laughs> financial interest. Because I think a lot of the monstrous shit they did even predates like a lot of this big money, you know. So I, I don't disagree that money is a massive and probably the deciding factor, but I think there is a massive religious component to a lot of this shit as well. And to like no, yeah, discount yeah. that is, you know, it, it gives a lot of people an out. It's like if you're a religious person, even if you do support, you know, uh, a right, a woman's right to choose. If there's people in your fucking congregation who don't, you do then have an imperative to challenge them on that. Cause if you don't, you're just being like, Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> like I may hold this thing, but it's more important for me to be a, a member of a church than it is for women to have a right to safe abortion, which yeah. uh, I think it correct. was, uh, I think this rant has more been like a half baked idea of mine. When in reality, I'm just disgusted by the idea. Oh that yeah, abortion clinics are probably th- frothing at the amount. Yeah, at the idea that you know, or not abortion adoption agencies yeah. are frothing at the amount the, at the idea that women's rights are taken away regarding abortion. Yeah, no, it's uh, they're loving it. They're this is a uh, women are just a means to the end to them. They exist solely as the fucking birth factory, so that they continue. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and the. That itself is correct, and I don't think schizophrenic at all. It's very astute to note a connection between fucking <laughs> adoption agencies that donate to anti-abortion fucking candidates and super PACs. Because, yeah, they are uh, getting more supply. We will coo who we want to. We will strip away the rights of whatever women we want to so that we can keep uh, funneling children into this extremely lucrative uh industry but also one that allows all the fucking like predators and fucking perverts <laughs> to just do their thing with impunity it's like because yeah. there, there's no oversight there's none of this shit like you can just do what you want and get away with it if a child gets adopted even if they report that abuse they that's the whole other fun thing it's like for any survivors of sexual violence you know what it's like to fucking report a claim people don't believe you and you just basically ruin your life and nothing comes of it. Now, great. Imagine if you're a child. Even better. Wonderful. It's like the most monstrous people in the world have won. Like they've won that. And uh, there's nothing we can do for the U.S. Realistically. Unfortunately. Like just speaking realistically, they're kind of in their own fucking <laughs> death spiral there. But we can work to ensure that the reproductive rights are maintained here. Just as we can work to maintain that, uh, you know... Universal access to healthcare is, is maintained here because, uh, believe it or not, yeah, especially healthcare. I think that's really the one that's on the chopping block right now. That's going to be all fucking decided in the next few years when they finally find a candidate who doesn't lose to blackface Justin Trudeau. Because, uh, I mean, we're seeing it here in Ontario, the steady push towards privatization in healthcare, the ridiculous push towards privatization in education. It's like all of this shit, all the shit that you have, and this is what the Roe versus Wade thing has shown me, all these gains that you have and that generations have fought for you and established that make your life, you know, even 1% more fucking livable can be stripped away from you. And you need to be willing to 
fucking go to the mat for that because uh you can't be complacent anymore the one thing that everybody said would never happen happened and that should really fucking act as a wake-up call for anybody that's even remotely politically involved because uh they're coming to take that shit from you and they will take it from you unless uh, and voting ain't going to be the solution so <laughs> it's time to initiate class consciousness and fucking hold back anything we can from these people. If all we have is our labor, then it's time to fucking make sure that when push comes to shove, they know that the shit they want isn't going to happen. I don't know. It's just extremely frustrating. Uh, I have basically just been working out and going schizo mode and just, just imagining my enemies roasting in hell. And that is uh, sometimes all you can do. Cool. Yeah. Uh, On that cheery note, Thank you, folks, for hanging out jiggle, with jiggle, us. Uh, we'll be back next wiggle, week wiggle, wiggle, uh, with some more content. It was Bye. meant to be. It's the deal Bye. with the spend DP. Justin Trudeau spent all your money, no slack, but you ain't seen nothing yet. No time to relax. Increase the carbon tax. No spin here. Just the facts.